It's Monday morning, 9.30, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am here with my ever-fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. Good morning, Marianne. I've got my apron on. You do? (laughs) Yeah. I put it on fresh this morning and I've already spilled on it twice. And I haven't cooked hardly anything. It's mostly from eating. (laughs) That's why it's it's an apron. It's a bib. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, it's why we wear aprons, right? I should. Oh, I, I don't. I just I cook and spill everything on my clothes. So you, you're way ahead of the game. <laughs> I made some French toast this morning. It was good. I made it out of brioche. And um, I turned the heat down a little lower than I normally do. And so I didn't, you know, burn it. <laughs> <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I dribbled all over it. Oh, Woo-hoo! that sounds really good, though, brioche. Um French toast sounds fabulous. Have you made French yeah, toast with your blueberry brioche bread? I bet that would yeah. be great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, you know, I just love blueberries. And I think um, blueberries are a pretty safe thing to bake for pretty much anybody. Because some people are really sensitive to seeds. You know, they have yeah. like digestive issues. Yeah. And they just, their seeds are just microscopic. And so I, I don't know anybody that they hurt. And so. Yeah. Um, and you, we can get them fresh year round, um, which is really a treat so yeah and they're and they're good frozen i mean i love eating frozen blueberries i really do just as a snack still frozen snack yep yeah (laughs) because they're not hard like they're not like a jawbreaker you know like you'd expect yeah um but yeah i think they're really good yeah oatmeal yeah yeah hey you know what my friend um my super close friend, what's her name? Lynn. <laughs> uh, you know that lady, what's her name? Mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> she says, um, uh, steel kettles, because we were talking about those a, a while ago. Yes, yes. She says that what she does is she just puts them in the pan. She's going to cook them in um, the night before. And then she just puts the water in there and lets them sit overnight. And then she says, it's just a couple minutes to cook them. Oh, that's so smart. Just like you would do yeah. dried beans. That's so exactly. smart. And Thank you, Lynn. Has, yeah, no lie. And she has a friend because she has more friends than me. <laughs> she has a friend that what she does is she puts um, the oats in a thermos and then she puts hot water in them. And then she, um, you know, just closes it up the night before. And then they're ready in the morning. All she has to do is heat them up. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Both of those. Yeah. Because that's the thing that bothers me about um, steel kettles is just how much energy they just take, take for bloody yeah. ever. I yeah. mean, there's the time, but the stove is going the whole time. It's like there's a thing going around on the internet now about how to make hard boiled eggs in the oven. Well, really, how many hard boiled eggs do you want at one time? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Never more than six, right? So you're going to preheat the oven to 325. And my oven takes at least 10 minutes to preheat. And then you have to bake them for 30 minutes. And so you've got your oven going for 40, 45 minutes for six eggs, whereas you could just, you, <laughs> you know. Could, you could just put them in boiling them. water. Yeah, I know, with so much less water. And so the method I use, and the main reason I use it is because it works, but there's lots of methods that work. But I think that it's the one that takes the least amount of energy is you put your eggs in a, um, a pan, in, in a, a saucepan, whatever kind of fits them, you know. Yeah. Don't put two eggs in a giant pan. And then you cover them with cold water, just about an inch over the top, and then um, uh, bring them to a boil, and then just shut it off, take them off the heat, cover it up, and let it sit for 14 minutes. And it, it always works. It doesn't matter how many eggs you have in there. 
just as long as they fit in the pan, you know, and that you've got them covered. And um, it just takes only the energy it takes to boil the water. That's all. Yeah. And that, and does that gives you um, hard boiled eggs that are, the yolk is fully cooked, right? Yes. Yeah. But it's not green. It's bright yellow. And so it's good for if you're doing something like, like deviled eggs because it turns out pretty yes. but, and it's cooked. So, yes. so you could leave it in there for less time if you wanted a little, you know, jammy not inside. cooked in the center. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good word, jammy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good Ooh, I tip. Like that word, oh, jammy. jammy. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we wear to bed at night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Hey, I have a question for you. Uh, but be, yeah. before I ask you the question, I just want to say to um, our, uh, I think now double digit number uh, fans of Food Talk, uh, that no, because I think a couple of them died. I think we're still oh, at seven. God, <laughs> I hope it wasn't something we said. I, uh, <laughs> I do want to. I just remind everybody that it is uh, KMUN's spring pledge drive, and that um, it is very important that we all go to kmun.org and click on that donate button and set up a monthly or a one-time donation or mail a check. Um, You can do that to P.O. Box 269 uh, Astoria, Oregon 97103. Or you can call any weekday during business hours at 503-325-0010 and make your crucially important uh, donation to this fabulous radio station and both of us, thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. Well, and just recently, I don't know what the heck happened. I don't know if my house was struck by lightning or what, but um, my radio, only I have a, one of those under-the-counter radios because I listen to it most in the kitchen, right? Yeah. And it made me realize how much I appreciate KMUN because all of a sudden, my radio will only play if the lights are off. What? <laughs> like, if, if, seriously, what? if the lights are on, it's like just solid static. <laughs> I can't do a static noise, but, but yeah, <laughs> there, that's a static noise. And, and the lights have to be off. And so I'm like, well, should I make cookies and just like feel my way through the process and be able oh. to listen to KMUN or should I sit in the light in, in, you know, silence. And, and so it made me realize how much, I guess, I mean, it's sad to say that I miss KMUN, but I mean, it made me realize how much I appreciate it. You just get to hear so many different kinds of music and so many different um, so it's just the best. Yeah, so, it yeah. is. And there's a million reasons to love it. Uh, yeah. And th- and there's uh, really only one reason, I think, uh, to support it with your donation. And that is that that for whatever reason, it's important to you. That's the way to keep it coming your way. So um, yeah. do it now. Would you do it now while we're talking to you? Um, <laughs> get, get in there. <laughs> yeah, right. I have a question for you, Linda Perkins. Uh, last time we talked on Food Talk, mm-hmm. you were uh, trying to decide whether or not you needed an air fryer. What happened? Oh, yeah. Well, um, uh, I decided I, I didn't want one. And I, I, I feel like the queen of waffling because I keep going back and forth. And I, I, I think that they're a good idea. I mean, I, I and, and that wasn't something that I was convinced of before, but just you know, reading more articles that people that I respect have written on the internet, I, I do think they work and I think they're a good idea. But in my kitchen, it's just, this thing is counter space. And I, I, I know that that's a, a big, like, like when people have little teeny tiny beds and they can't get any sleep at night and they just won't put a, 
cleaner king size bed in their bedroom because they're like, oh, it doesn't fit, you know, with all their junk. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's what I feel like because I think that that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, um, but I mean, but but it, but the thing is, I I bake all the time, so I have like three KitchenAid mixers on my counter, and they have to be there. You know, there's so many things that I have on my counter that that have to be there and I just I just don't have room for an air fryer and it's just not something I want to be lugging back and forth so yeah I I didn't get one I decided not to they're um uh, they are space intensive too they're not a tiny little thing like a yeah yeah same reason I don't have a toaster oven you know yeah and I don't I just I just don't have room I have this little galley kitchen and I, I really put a lot of stuff out and I just need the equipment that does that to be there all the time I I so once again I waffled <laughs> <laughs> which any looks, good cook should do <laughs> yes yes or french toast <laughs> but, it, but it looks like it's up to you Marianne you have to get it now <laughs> no I can't get it because although I do have a lot more counter space than you do I'm lucky um because of the fact that I we built this little house we live in and I was like Mm -hmm. I need counter space I remember the uh, fabulous guy that uh, built the house for us saying this is way more counter space than the formula requires (laughs) it's like (laughs) formula be damned I want the counter space I know you're wrong (laughs) you're so wrong and and yes I will dishonor the triangle you know the sacred triangle between your sink your stove and your refrigerator yeah yeah. I'll be I'll be okay yeah, that's right. So far, so good. Ten years later, yeah. but but yeah. I do. Uh, I still, even without pumping out massive amounts of baked goods like you do every single week, I still f- am very loath to put some other big thing on my counter. I yeah, yeah, I just yeah. don't want to. Uh, what do yeah. you been? What have you been cooking? Oh, let's see. Well, I think I told you. Um, Last time that we finally ate all that turkey <laughs> that came with our substitutions. Yeah, that and I was... know I've been whining about that a lot, but it was just so huge. You know, I ordered about four or five pounds of turkey and I got 51 pounds of turkey in substitution <laughs> for the different cuts that they didn't have. I mean, any cut I ordered, they're like, oh, we don't have tenderloin. I'll give her a whole pound turkey. <laughs> 21 pounds. So oh anyway, we finally finished that. But um, we were talking about it on our last show. So my friend Lorna called me and she said she went to get groceries and she just, you know, did the same thing where you order when you go pick them up. And she just ordered a, a bag of cauliflower florets and they were out of them. And they substituted 12 heads of cauliflower. What? <laughs> what? So she said if the two things had been more aligned, I could have had that as side dishes with all my turkeys. <laughs> But yes, 12, 12 has the cauliflower. Can oh, you imagine? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and she said, you know, the guy, he was unloading all these bags into my car, and it just didn't seem right. And she said, so thank God I went back there and looked, because they had loaded her groceries in, plus somebody else's groceries, plus oh, no. these 12 heads of substituted cauliflower. <laughs> so she said she got to send, like, $200 worth of stuff back into the store. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was oh. such a good idea, the whole, you know, call and we'll put it in your car for you. Know. Usually know, it works. Then, it does, it does, except occasionally they just have like these, you know, yeah. 
17 year old kids that are filling the orders and they're like this is a good idea yeah that, it starts something... with pea <laughs> like pickle <laughs> pepperoni oh <Pimpo>. my gosh <laughs> i i have i don't use the that service as often as i used to because i i just mask up and go in but um yeah but i have learned over time to say no substitutions because seriously yeah. no the, you know there, it's just not That's right a grab bag yeah, yeah right right <laughs> I, you, I, that, go ahead oh sorry no that's i okay. have been grilling a, a lot of asparagus oh my gosh it's spring yeah yeah the asparagus are so good oh yeah just perfect and and um i mean even in the spring, we have vegetables at breakfast. We'll have, you know, an egg or two and then just a big side of vegetables just because they're so perfect and so good right now or, you know, an egg on a salad. Yeah. And it's not something we do really any other time of the year, but just spring, you know. Yeah. Hey, it makes me think uh, when we say asparagus, I, I've been challenging myself to use a new recipe at least every other day. Um, and really? just throw, that yes, just, really something. well, because I'm bored with cooking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. out of, uh, I'm fresh out of ideas. Somebody, you know, send something my way. And so I get a lot of things off of trusted sites online, like New York times or food 52 mm-hmm. or places that I know are, um, well tested. Reliable. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. I don't feel like I may not end up liking what I make and decide that I'm not going to make it again, but at least I know that it's good stuff. So yeah. um, one of the things that I discovered that's very counterintuitive to me is a spring vegetable stir fry that actually has Parmesan. I, oh, really? I think of stir fry just goes Asian in my brain, but okay. of, of course we could stir fry, fry anything and season it yeah. in, and in any way. And this particular stir fry has uh, asparagus in it as well as parsnips <laughs> and uh, sugar snaps and cherry tomatoes and, and you, you know, you saute everything in, um, soy sauce mixed with a little bit of white wine or dry sherry and some uh, peanut oil and garlic and pepper flakes and all the stuff you would think of with stir fry. And then at mm-hmm. the end, you sprinkle grated parm over it and it, it mm-hmm. you take it off the heat and sprinkle grated, grated parm over it. And it's really, really good. Um, it sounds good. It is a Food 52. That's where I got the recipe, spring vegetable stir fry. It's a recipe by Grace Young, but it's on the Food okay. 52 site. And I'm recommending it now that we have so much great fresh veg coming our way. Every week something hey, new shows up. I'm curious, how did the parsnips turn out stir fried? Because all I've ever done parsnips is roast them. Yeah, I've, yes, I've roasted it. I've, I've had, I've mashed them like potatoes, but I have never yeah. done, this is, um, uh, thinly sliced, like a quarter inch thick. Okay. And, um, and so the, the process is that you mix, uh, the wine and soy sauce together, and then you heat up your wok or your saute pan or whatever you're doing it with, mm-hmm. and, um, you swirl in some oil, mm-hmm. just veg oil, and um, add the garlic and the pepper flakes and whatever it is that you're s- seasoning with. 
mm-hmm. you stir fry that stuff for a little while until you, it smells good, just a few seconds. And then you toss in the asparagus and the parsnips. And the, and they're telling you to um, thinly slice the asparagus, so you're not saving tips. You could save the tips mm-hmm. for a, a garnish sort of thing, but, you know, it's just yeah. Tom and I eating uh, stir fry, and I just chopped them. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to be pretty. No, it doesn't have to be. I mean, it is beautiful because it's got all these things in it. Anyway, um, you stir fry those for a few minute or two just to give them a head start. And then you uh, toss in anything you want. I had some snap peas and um, they suggest cherry tomatoes and sliced scallions and all of that. And then you take it off the heat when everything is done to your liking and Mm -hmm. um, sprinkle it with grated parm it's really 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 good yeah it's really good and and after just before you take it off the heat you uh pour in the wine and soy sauce blend and um, stir everything together and warm it up and it's delicious it's really good yeah it sounds good it sounds like you could even put some pasta with it you could totally put it on pasta or farro or uh you know, pretty much anything. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to just be on white rice. It, and, yeah. and it also expanded my uh, attitude about stir fry. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's Yay. a whole new thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're, you're roasting asparagus. Well, um, or you're uh, grilling. Yeah, I'll grill it or I'll pan fry it real fast. Or if I have something going in the oven, I'll stick a a tray of um, asparagus down there in the oven too. And so pretty much just whatever heating method I have going, I'll cook it that way. Um, I'm not super fond of it boiled, but I'm not like against that, you know, or steamed. I just like it better grilled or, or baked or, you know, roasted or fried. Yeah. Uh, I tend <laughs> I sure to like it, like it better that way too. Although steamed asparagus uh, is, you know, it comes out really delicate and, for something like just a cold cold asparagus spears with a little vinaigrette and a chopped hard-boiled egg on it is a mm-hmm. pretty good use of steamed asparagus. Yeah. They can be I real in a, good. I worked in a French restaurant for many years, and they had a dinner salad that they were known for, and it was just lettuce with steamed asparagus that was cold, walnuts, and then a Dijon vinaigrette and um, with a lot of tarragon in it, and I'll make that a lot. That's pretty much the only way that that I use steamed asparagus is cold, just like you said. Yeah, I should. I am late to uh, remind everybody that Food Talk is a co-production of uh, KMUN and North Coast Food Web. So there, both both wonderful. Yes. but <laughs> you don't have to give money to the co-op. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, North Coast Food, the, I think that the co-op is an underwriter for Food Talk. Oh, sorry. I, I got but, confused there. Oh, yeah. good Lord. No, that's okay. <laughs> my two uh, my two favorite nonprofits, uh, KMUN and North Coast Food Web. Um, so I wonder, I, I've been trying really hard to cook more vegetarian meals. Okay. Do you have favorites? Um. Uh, let's see. Come on, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that, um, 
Um, and I, it's nothing I want to eat right now because it's spring. But I think that that my favorite um, vegetarian meal is soup. Oh yeah. And I've got you know That's five or six way. that I really really like, and it's just an easy thing to do. Yep. And um, in the the spring and summer, I mean, I make a lot of gazpacho, and um, I guess that kind of um, takes the place of of the the winter hot soups. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. I just don't feel like hot soup right now. And then as far as um, um, making like a uh, hot entree that's that's um, vegetarian. I don't have a lot. I just realized just you asking that it's pretty much always soup. Well, you know, I I am uh, expanding my world. <laughs> <laughs> because I I've like challenged that. myself to try a new recipe, you know, every other day at least. So, um, yeah. so I can choose. I can learn a whole lot about uh, vegetarian cooking that I didn't know before, which was pretty much what? everything. Um, and one of the things <laughs> that I've discovered is very much like soup. One of the easiest, uh, no recipe necessary ways to eat a lot of veg is fried rice. Oh yeah, I should have thought of that. Yes, I do make so, fried rice, but but I do more often than not put meat in it, and so that's something that I should do. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't you you can easily do that, and it's all delicious. But it is also like a really good no meat dish, and yeah. I've been loving kimchi fried rice. Holy cow! <laughs> it is how do you make so it? good. Um, I just make it with, um, oh, and I learned an interesting tip from one of these, hmm. you know, sources that I found, mm-hmm. uh, which is that if you don't have day-old rice, which is the ideal thing to use for fried rice, you can mm-hmm. take rice right out of your rice cooker or right out of the saucepan as soon as it's done, spread it on mm-hmm. a sheet, put it in your mm-hmm. freezer for a few minutes, and you've got rice ready day-old fried rice yeah day-old rice yeah exactly and I've I've done that and it totally works and that's um I've also worked in a Chinese restaurant and that's how we would do our rice really put put it on speed racks on on sheet pans and suck it in the cooler yeah that's how we did it very cool yeah well with the kimchi fried rice I'm just putting in um a bunch of chopped up kimchi, some scallions, uh, a little bit of uh, gochujang, which is the Korean chili Mm -hmm. paste, and um, some sesame oil and soy sauce, and then whatever veg is on hand. And often Mm -hmm. I will toss a fried egg on top of it if that's going to be our entree. Um, But I've just been really loving um, being able to make fried rice. And also it's, it's a great, you know, clean out the... Uh, vegetable drawer yeah. sort of <laughs> yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah. I make fried rice or kimchi fried rice too, but I almost always put bacon in it just because Dale loves it so much that way, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Pretty much just kimchi, bacon, and scallions. And, um, um, but yeah, he, he really likes that a lot. Um, Very delicious. <laughs> one of the things I've discovered with these, like this challenge of always trying a new recipe is that mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't want to make that thing again, but I like one piece of it that I'm going to take a- and use somewhere else. Often it's okay. a uh, often it's a spice blend of some kind or a rub or something like that. We're all like, I don't I don't really want to make this particular thing, but I really like that stuff, and yeah. um, and so I've 
I've discovered that with a few things, like I found a, a recipe for pork chops with apples and cider, which is, you know, a no brainer. I mean, if you're going to do mm-hmm. pork chop, putting it with apples is uh, kind of obvious, but yeah. they uh, rub the chops with this salt spice thing that is uh, black peppercorns and cloves and allspice berries and um, s- fresh sage and salt and you put it in your uh, spice mill and it makes a really nice um, spice blend for almost anything. It's really good. Oh, it sounds really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, The other thing that I found uh, was a skillet roasted lemon chicken, which I love. It's Ina Garten. Okay. You know, it's foolproof, Ina Garten. Um, I actually think I've made that. It's so good. And it is um, whole lemon sliced and and, uh, onions sliced on the bottom of a roasting pan. Put the chicken Mm -hmm. on top. Uh, but one of the things that I love most about it is that you do a spice blend of uh, fresh thyme, whole fennel seeds, salt, pepper, and you put it in a spice uh, grinder and mm-hmm. whiz it up. And it is a really savory, lovely blend of spices that, that is good in a lot of things. It's good stirred into fried rice I can tell you (laughs) but yes the chicken the chicken itself is fabulous and you do these lemons and they roast underneath a chicken and then you eat a whole slice of lemon rind and all it's delicious um so yes and really beautiful yeah totally beautiful oh my gosh really so we were talking about that um, air fryer. Do you have a favorite like piece of kitchen equipment or like a favorite kitchen gadget? Uh, well, I really do love my toaster oven, which is um, <laughs> I, I have I a little one. more counter space, <laughs> and I don't. Ha- I only have one um, uh, stand mixer, so I have room for a toaster. Mm-hmm. Oven. <laughs> but um, I do You're love normal. it because I'm able to do some some oveny kinds of things without preheating a great big oven. Um, so yeah. I do like that, but I'm trying to think if I have uh, uh, a piece of equipment that I love mo- above all things. And Yeah, that's hard. I shouldn't have asked that. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> but I, can, I can't think of it in terms of equipment. I mean, I, I have a, I'm having a lifelong love affair with my favorite knife. <laughs> Yeah, but, but, boy, that's that's the thing, isn't it? You know, I mean, you just you have to pick out your own knife. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah. I it's mean, I'm interested in thing. all of the things people say about you know having tested all the uh, things, and here's the scientific reason why this is the best knife in the whole wide yeah. world. But in the end, yeah. you gotta, you just gotta find your own. It's like somebody buying you shoes. You know, well, there's a shoe. <laughs> Oh my God! What a thing to do! That's like giving somebody a pet. What yeah, the exactly. heck? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would just be cruel. Here's so, yeah. here's a pair of shoes. I thought of you yeah. when I saw these shoes. Yes. <laughs> Don't they have great heels? <laughs> no, that's cruel. That is so cruel. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I picked this husband for you. <laughs> well that is done 
you know so i mean that is that is something that is done in certain places around the world so i don't know wait i i I was thinking about something so i'm fixing to get my um uh, covid vaccine woohoo and i was thinking you know what do you think about like bringing the people that do it like cookies or something like that oh i think they probably love it they're they're stuck there all day Oh, I know. And it seems there's a lot of people there are volunteers and, you know, the vaccine, I think by law has to be free. Somebody told me that, but I don't know if it's true, but they don't charge it, you know, and, and it puts such a strain on their, on their work staff and everything. And I was thinking it's sort of like going to somebody's house, you know, you don't arrive empty handed. So No, I think a hostess gift at the vaccine uh, event would be really lovely. Yeah. I think people should do that. See how I am? My mom always said, don't let people shit on you, but I'm going to shit on the seven of you. <laughs> you <laughs> you should. The vaccine brings something. That's right. <laughs> I know you I know you all know how to bake. <laughs> <laughs> do we know them all personally? Holy cow. I, uh, I have to say to you, we're done. It's, uh, oh. we, we have talked too long as we always do. So Linda Perkins, thank you so much. Everybody make your donation to KMUN right this minute. Just do it. It's easy. It's worthy. It's worth it. Yeah. Thanks, Linda. Bye. Okay. Bye.